0: This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. What do
1: you think, this is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this, blah bing You blow their brains all over your nice cyber League suit. <laughs> this I'm <will I>
2: <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no!
1: German, forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it. Are you running a business or a charity? War. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh,
3: Yankees win! Pull over!
4: No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a part of the telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st
5: This is Live at 5, Live at 5, Live at 5.
4: How about that wind out there? How about them Cowboys? Hmm, sorry, wrong team. Ah. Uh, did you survive? I, it looks like we did. Where's Where's my audio? Did that die too with the storm? Anyway, uh, it's a Wednesday edition of the Live at 5 show.
3: What are you doing?
4: Heads up, just in a couple of minutes, we will speak, uh, we will be, rather be speaking with uh, Jerry Manner from Secom Federal Credit Union. That's going to be in a couple of minutes. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about your experience last night and today. Because uh, not, I'm not saying this is one for the ages, but this, you know, I've been up here for 35 plus years now. And this is one of the biggest storms I've seen up here. Not to mention, it's been a very long time since we actually lost, excuse me, electricity for any period of time. And I've said over the years that as a result of the events that took place in, in in the 90s, that being the ice storms of 91, 98, and, of course, in between that was the big old microburst there in July of 95, that National Grid at the time was rebuilding our grid up here as a result. Plus, we lost a lot of old, you know, dead wood. Uh, but uh, it's been a while. And uh, last night I was watching Jesse Waters on Fox News. And right around 8, 10, 8, 11, that's when the the lights went out, and they didn't come back. Um, I checked in with uh, the lovely Sharon somewhere around the noon hour, uh, around 1230, went in. Uh, we had pizza, got pizza at uh, OIP, or what was OIP, I don't know what they call it now. And, um, you know, nonetheless, um, you know, we, we, we uh, had electricity back, which is great. But let's just see if this is Jerry. Let's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to miss that. Hi, is this
1: Jerry? It is. How you doing, Jerry? I'm doing great. How are you
4: now, Jerry? You you reside in the wonderful county of Saint Lawrence, up near up near Messina. How, how was the weather by you, if you don't mind me asking?
1: I was extremely lucky. We had uh, well, we got a little bit of snow, but not a lot where I live. I live in the town of Louisville, right, about t- ten miles west of Messina, mm-hmm. and we had a few inches of snow. And then um, last night it turned to rain. It was freezing rain, really hard freezing rain, but just a short time. And we got hardly any wind at all.
4: Well, that's incredible. I mean,
1: you know, yeah, because they, in Canton, say yeah. south of us and yeah. not very far south, they had huge winds and right. power outages and everything.
4: It seems like it was just like one big uh, line of wind that came from the Midwest or the Gulf Coast, wherever it came from, and just swept it. We, by the way, it's still windy here. I, I don't know if it's windy by you, but and now it's snowing. It's just uh, it's one of those crappy days. But we've been lucky, Jerry. So and, and no one, as far as I can see, at least locally, has been hurt. Uh, and we've seen some incredible uh, images of huge old 100-year-old trees. Uh, yeah. In one case, uh, it looked like it just decapitated the entire home and the second floor. But no one got hurt. No one was killed. And we're very thankful for that. That's for sure.
1: Indeed. Yeah. Indeed we are. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, weather's weird. Yeah. I'll tell you. We had such a mild December and mm-hmm. now I guess January's coming in with a vengeance.
4: Uh, did, yeah. And, and this was the time, by the way, uh, in 98 when we had the ice storm. And that was a crazy time too.
1: Be quiet!
4: Yeah, right. I, you know, it, it's it's got that feel. It certainly does. By the way, that was 26 years ago, if you could believe that.
1: Oh, I can believe. Yeah. it. I was in, working in radio then, and I did a lot of airtime because we had a generator and we were on the air.
4: Mm, wow, that's yeah. and I we we have a generator too. We didn't need it though, uh, and because we never went off the air here on, or off Arsenal Street. So the grid on this side of town is much better. Less trees here. I mean, that's my observation. I know it's affected by by, you know, uh, trees falling down maybe a mile or so away, but there are less trees on the west side of town, and uh, I just think because of all the commercial properties and whatnot that, uh, you know, a lot lot more of them are buried. So that might be my theory to why we never lost power. Uh, So, Jerry, when, you know, when when people hear this call, and Jerry Manor uh, from CECOM Federal Credit Union calls up with some healthy uh, advice on how to avoid getting scammed. Uh, By the way, any scams during a windstorm, uh, Jerry, in, in...
1: for, for today? Well, uh, a lot of times the scammers will come out after a disaster of any sort mm-hmm. because people are, you know, wondering what they're going to do, what's out there to help them. And the scammers are out in force, you know, telling them, well, we can do this for you and we can do that for you. Right. So you have to have to be careful about that. But I do want to talk about a scam, you know, under the category of what's old is new. Okay. And that's a scam called check washing. Right. Mm -hmm. Basically what happens is the crooks will steal mail, usually outgoing mail, Mm -hmm. and they will look for, say, um, a letter that's going out to the power company, Mm -hmm. or a letter going out to a mortgage company, or whatever, looking for an outbound mail that might have a check in it. Mm -hmm. So they take the check that somebody's written, and then they use a chemical to wash the ink off the check and Hmm. they rewrite the check to themselves or to cash. They deposit it through an ATM Mm -hmm. or they, um, you know, deposit it um, through mobile. And then when the check clears, which it will because there was money in your account, Mm -hmm. um, then they just take the money and run. So you have to be careful about that.
4: You know, it's amazing because uh, and and you and I have actually talked about this briefly uh, and I, I ask you, are people still doing that? First of all, I know people still use checks, but these this day and age, we always think about things in the digital world uh, or, or they crash crash your phone or your computer or get online, whichever. But what you're referring to is something that's been ongoing probably for a while now, Jerry, right?
1: Oh, for many, many years because in the in the in the old days, as I put it, right. uh, you know we used to pay everything by writing a check. Hmm. And now, a lot of people will pay, you know, using online bill pay. We have that, of course, at CCom. It's free of charge or, you know, uh, mobile bill pay. We have all that stuff, and people who are comfortable with doing it that way will do it that way. However, take a guess what demographic writes the most checks.
4: Older people, boomers.
1: Exactly. Right. And we also use the mail. Right. We put checks in the mail. Mm-hmm. So what do you do to try to prevent this? Well, first of all... You can write your checks using a gel pen with black ink. That's the hardest to wash. Mm-hmm. Now there is uh, Uniball, I think, are claims that uh, they're they're very secure when you write it with a Uniball black ink roller pen. But mm-hmm. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Well, like, I a fe- like a like I a felt
4: that. like a felt tip pen. Uh, Jerry, something of that no, nature? No, no, no,
1: no, no, a roller ball. Bed, okay, interesting. You know, that has gel ink, on okay. a felt tip. That hmm. felt tip's easy to wipe.
4: Really? Okay, I didn't oh, know it. Yeah. Didn't know oh, that. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, the chemical just wipes it right off.
4: Isn't that something?
1: Yeah, that, so that's one thing you can do. The other thing is, you know, when you're mailing, you know, make sure you don't put it out too early. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you don't know for sure when the mailman is going to come, but also you can actually put it at the post office mm-hmm. because... They're even breaking into you know, the blue postal boxes that are around town. Cooks mm. break into them as well. Wow. so this is not this is not anything that's uh, out of the area either. We've seen quite a few cases of it recently. So you have to be very, very careful.
4: Well, I, let me just say uh, in, in one instance actually two instances of what we're referring to with Jerry Manor here from uh, Federal Seacom. Uh, C- uh, C- Com Federal Credit Union. I'm dyslexic today, excuse me. Uh, this actually happened about eight or nine years ago to uh, our own Johnny Spisano when he was associated with the SPCA. He still is, by the way. And at the same time, there was a dealership on, out of Washington Street, an auto dealership. And uh, apparently it was the same people. It was a couple uh, that uh, that put this uh, scheme together. And they got it right out of the mailboxes, uh, Jerry. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah,
1: and that's what happens. They, they get it out of the mailboxes. So... You know, if you wanna try to avoid it, use the electronic services. The other thing is, and I've said this before, always check your statements frequently, Mm -hmm. because the quicker you find fraud, the easier it is to rectify, Mm -hmm. so make sure you check. But here's another one. This just happened recently to a member, Mm -hmm. and what happened was they received a call claiming to be the SECOM security department. Wow. And this person, was talked into giving up her debit card number, her CVV number on the back, and also her PIN.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: And see, the thing with this is, you know, and they got all the money in her account, unfortunately. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, because what they did was they made a clone card. Right. You know, they made a card, and they used it at an ATM to take the money out. Wow. And the problem is, you know, she probably will not be made whole because she gave out her PIN.
4: A PIN to her, yeah, to actually her account. It's not a credit right. card. It's the her. account number. Right. It's right.
1: the PIN. Oh. In other words, when you go to an ATM, you have to punch in a PIN. Right. So, you know, be very, very careful. Be aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. because if they do get your PIN, mm-hmm. you know, it's the zero liability of Ability doesn't apply, mm-hmm. like with a credit card. If you're scammed, right. and you know you'll get your money back right. because you know there's zero liability. Mm-hmm. But if it's a pin involved, if they get your pin, right. you give out your pin, you may not get the money back.
4: So, wh- so wh- and let me just ask you: Did they take it all in one lump sum?
1: Well, yes, because you know uh, she. We have a limit on how much. It's four thousand dollars a day. Okay. Okay. And she didn't have that much. So she didn't lose that much. Mm-hmm. But she could have if she'd had that much in her account. Mm-hmm. They took as much as they could get.
4: And, and, how, and when people do, do you know, this nefarious act, uh, do, they, do they do it in little bits until you notice it? Or do they, will they just go to task and take well, as much well, as they it, could? it
1: depends. In this case, they had obtained her pin because she gave it to them. Right. And, um, you know, so they will go right after it. Now, if they get somebody's credit card number, mm-hmm. they might go in dribs and drabs, mm-hmm. or, you know, the debit card, if they're using it at a point of sale, mm-hmm. they might do it that way so nobody notices. Right. But because, you know, they got all, they got the keys to the kingdom, basically, right. they went right in mm-hmm. and took it all.
4: So how m- and you Aware said, of that. How, you said it wasn't a lot of money, what was it? $8,000, 8, 6000 oh,
1: no, 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 no. Well, our... our uh, uh, you know the total that you can do in a day is as No but how much did
4: she lose if you don't mind uh, DeVos It was uh,
1: 2500 somewhere along those lines
4: I feel so bad for that person uh, she probably right, you know Right right
1: you know but here's the thing you know they called her right. and she gave them right. information right. Right. any time a financial institution Calls, mm-hmm. they're not going to ask you for your information. They already have it. Right,
2: right, right.
1: You know, you don't give out information unless you establish the contact. Now, with our security features, um, if you're out of town and we detect something that might be a little unusual, even in town, mm-hmm. we, you might, if you have this set up, you'll get a text that says, "Was this you? Mm-hmm. Yes or no?"
4: Right, we're right. not
1: asking for anything other than that. Mm. So, if somebody calls, and what they'll do is say, you know. Uh, we detected this uh, transaction on your account, and then they'll try to get your information out of you. In order for us to fix that, we need your blah 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 blah. Right. No, we don't.
4: Huh, right, right. So
1: again, don't ever, ever, ever give out any information unless you're calling us. You're calling your own financial institution. You know you know who you're calling. Mm-hmm. You have no way of knowing who's calling you. No way whatsoever.
4: Words of, of, of wise words once again from Jerry Manor. By the way, someone just texted me and thought I was saying calling you Jerry Mathers. By the way, Jerry, from
3: <laughs> oh, the beaver.
4: <laughs> I said, No, it's Manor. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, and I always, you know, I, and by the way, Jerry Mathers still very active. He's on, he does TV commercials and whatnot. He's yeah, a good guy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I've good,
1: seen him on TV. Great show.
4: Well, Jerry Mather, on uh, one of the windiest uh, days, uh, certainly after one of the windiest storms, when people need to get in contact with you, Jerry, I don't know from time to time, anytime you've called here, uh, you have uh, given uh, us your phone number. Can you do that again in case people need to reach out to you, Jerry?
1: Absolutely. Um, if you want to call me in the office, probably not a good idea because I'm never here. But you can leave a message, mm-hmm. and I will get right back to you. It's five seven six four zero five six six. That's the CCOM main number, and my extension is five four six. But better yet, call my cell: three one five two five zero. 0273. Again, I may not pick up if I'm involved in something. You know, I, I never have my ringer on because I think that's impolite. Right, right. call in the middle of something.
4: Jerry's old school, no question. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, yeah.
1: But, uh, you know, I do have the vibrator, so I, I can feel it. And I will get right. back to you as soon as I'm able to call.
4: And, by the way, as a programming note, Jerry Manor is physically coming into the studio tomorrow for the first time. <laughs> and you're going to do this every three months. And you're going to talk to uh, Jeff Graham during the Hotline show.
1: I am looking very forward to that, sir.
4: Yeah, I'll be here. Jeff. Of course, Jeff will be here. And uh, it will, uh, we'll have, uh, it will, fun will be had by all, as Jeff Graham would say. Jerry um, Manor, thank fun. you very much for the phone call today. And we look forward to, uh, to again tomorrow at the noon hour.
1: Yep, indeed. I'm headed to the arena now to do a hockey game. I'm, oh, uh, well, uh, I was going <laughs> to say hit them hard, but that's the wrong sport.
4: Have fun. And, and the hardest part about hockey is the ice.
1: <laughs> At I least, can't top that, so well,
4: say I'm the terrible skater, and I know how hard it is. Jerry Manner, thank you very much, sir.
1: Take care, my friend. See yes, you, you too.
4: That's uh, Jerry Manner uh, from Seacom uh, Fed, uh, Federal Credit Union. All right, so we got about eight minutes before uh, uh, t- Attorney Joe Stanley. Busy day. Uh, yesterday was it? Yesterday or the day before? We had Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. We had nobody here yesterday. At one point, I remember talking during yesterday's show saying, yeah, hey, I think we're going to have a, a, a windstorm here t- tonight. And uh, I said, oh, drive carefully. I had no idea it would be as bad as it was. And when I woke up this morning uh, and, and to see the images on, on News Junkie, and there's more images on there throughout the day. But that one p- picture that, uh, that really stood out is that huge oak tree that essentially just smashed the, the, the second floor of that old uh, old home. I don't know where that was. But it's, isn't it amazing how in 91, and in 98, I remember someone was, was killed when they fell off a tree up in Cape Vincent. Uh, but just remember the, the, uh, the, the damage and, and look at the damage we had last night. And, and if you note, any time when there's, you know, there's storms like this throughout the country, regrettably there are deaths or people, I haven't heard of that. Which is just a miracle, just a total miracle that nobody got seriously hurt or worse.
2: Right, let's, let's go to the phones and see who's Joe calling in. Yes, I do. Does he know anything about criminal law? Is he just interested in going after insurance companies? No,
4: he Joe knows everything. You know that. He and knows. You
2: ask him how a guy with six felony convictions, two parole violations, right. is on the street.
4: Right. Well, you're talking about the guy that uh, yes, allegedly murdered the older Why woman. Is yeah.
2: this guy right. on the street?
4: Right. right.
2: The only person that put him in jail was Judge Renzi. My, this murder never should have happened. Mm-hmm. This guy went after his girlfriend. Apparently, she had an order of protection. It didn't mean anything to this guy. Was a walking time bomb.
4: So he, so there was some type of not, you know, there
2: was a relationship there to The the this the, guy was living with that old lady. He was. I think she let him live there, Glenn.
4: Oh my God!
2: Did you read the article? You know what? I gotta read he the was article. Arrested I, in her apartment. What I understand.
4: Uh, Was the body
2: right there? I mean, explain. Okay. He was trying to clean up the evidence, and they got him in there. He was arrested in her apartment. Now, whether he was going with her granddaughter, and she might have let him in the apartment to stay there. Because he probably didn't have anything. Right. I don't know. Wow. But this is the kind of guy mm-hmm. you've got to get out of society because he can't live by the society. But let food. me just
4: ask the question. Let me just let me just be, you know, crass. I don't know how to put this. But
2: well, the- Joe will probably no no, 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 criminal, no, no, like no, 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 no. You won't do that. The last time I called on a case like <laughs> this, he was worried about the guy's future. I said, Joe, the guy murdered a three-year-old child. Yeah. Broke his leg.
4: Now, I remember Lacerated that was years ago. Liver,
2: threw him into a wall. The mother's sitting there watching it. Mm-hmm. And Joe Stanley's worried about the guy's future. Did you see? The future's behind bars, Joe. Right. Well, all right. I got to go. I know you don't want to get into it. No, though. no, 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 because we got to you know, talk Joe's about so and so. a big time liberal.
4: Yeah. He is. They're
2: never on the right side of any issue, right. if you ask me. But right. I just don't think a guy like that should be on the street. All right. I'll There's ask him. Dangerous uh, law abiding. This woman didn't deserve that, Glenn. No, no one does. You know, nobody wants to talk about this murder, but that, that was ridiculous. Right. She was, if he's in jail, that never happens.
4: Right. Right. He probably didn't get what he wanted. He was probably babied. He was given uh, so many opportunities to, to be a better person, and she yep. probably put her foot down, and that's when he killed her. Just like Funny, the judge the, the other day in Vegas. Donnie.
2: Why would Donnie hang around with a guy like this? Wow, well, Donnie come knew on, him. Donnie.
4: Don, come on. Now Donnie's going to call <laughs> for no, 3,000 no, miles no. Okay, Glenn. All right, thanks.
2: Yep. Thank you. Uh hi, you're
4: in the air. Dallas. All right, nobody there. All right, so um here we go. Hold up. Hi, you're in the, oh, air. You're in the air.
3: Hey Glenn, how's
4: it going? It's uh, Lefty.
3: Hey, I got a sincere question for you if I ask uh, Joe Stanley when he calls. In. Yeah. Ask him what exactly happened to the heady heavy hitters. In Syracuse, remember that law firm you yes. to advertise. Alexander
4: and Catalano.
3: Yeah, they, they got split up. Right. Uh, it's a big mystery. Nobody seems to know.
4: Well, no, I know. Uh, C- uh, Cal- Catalano, the youngest of the two, uh, went off on his own, and uh, last I saw, he was advertising um, on TV. So. No,
3: that's not. That's not. That's not why. Oh. they split up? They're split up. They're split up by the state.
4: Oh. Okay. What were they? Bonnie and Clyde or something?
3: Um. No, they just there's maybe Joe's got some insight, and I don't want to spread spread my insight because it's it's kind of rumor milled. But no, they were forced to be split up. They mm. can't use that name anymore, and they they can't work together anymore.
4: And it's interesting because Alexander, he was the son to uh, the mayor Alexander of Syracuse, who went to jail for embezzlement and bribery. Uh, so maybe it runs in the family. So uh, Lefty, I got to go in a little bit, but I got to ask you a question because today there was a very profound call. Uh, to the Hotline show, asking the question about the emergency alert system by way of radio, and I said, "Wow, this guy is stealing Lefty's thunder." You were kind of, you know, saying the same thing over the years.
3: Yeah, and Jeff Graham cut him off. Because he was talking about a No, radius.
4: no, wrong guy, wrong guy, wrong guy. Yes, he brought that oh, okay. up. The older guy brought it up and Jeff was being over the top because he thinks once once that happens, uh, Jim's gonna get upset. He should just be more you know, patient with people, particularly well, older callers. I'll
3: have to admit, I didn't hear the call because I have no internet or power at my house, although I'm on backup generator. I've got a twenty K backup generator, so that's not there, but no internet. So listening to twelve forty is, is very limited on, uh, you know, darker, rotten days because of, you know, just the distance.
4: Right, right. Well,
3: So I didn't, I couldn't really hear much of the show. I kind of caught it on and off. Right. Well, it was good. So, G- was good, call.
4: good call. Good call.
3: But no, this the time, if we had an emergency broadcasting system that worked, how come it didn't hit everybody's phone? How come it didn't I don't hit know. every tev- television station? This was a, and, and you do realize that any wind that lasts for any amount of time, over 74 miles per hour, is no a hurricane? A high wind, right? It's a hurricane. Well, okay, but that's so we're in a a, hurricane zone.
4: what's the difference between a wind and a gust? Is there a difference?
3: I have no idea, but I, I do know that, like, if you have a hurricane and you're not in a hurricane zone, this may make a difference in your insurance company, where you only get so much for wind, but for insurance reasons, this was a hurricane.
4: Hmm. All right. Fair enough. I got to go only because we're at the bottom of the hour, and and Joe should be calling you, but thank you. Uh, Well, ask
3: ask him that question. Maybe he's got some insight on it. Have a great day, Glenn. Hope you stay safe. All
4: right. Bye-bye, don't you know. Well, I finished it for him. All right, let's do a break. Uh, You're listening to the Live at Five show, and uh, we will be back right after this. You've been hearing about people who always call you back. All right, we got somebody on the line here. Let's see if it's Joe. Yes, it is. It's Attorney Joe Stanley. How you doing, sir?
5: I'm good, Glenn. How are
4: you? Good, good, good. Well, I don't know about you. I, 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 m- most of the uh, Northeast last night had an incredible windstorm with rain. Not as much rain as I thought, but we got walloped up here, Joe. Uh, so I was, you know, I, I knew uh, Wednesday, of course, is Attorney Joe Stanley Day here on the Live at Five show. Well, first things first, I was, I was contacting people uh, to advertise their tree services And it was interesting because the one guy said today, he says, look, I'm going to advertise with you, but a lot of the people are waiting for the insurance companies uh, to show up so they can show them the damage and how the tree fell in their house. And I thought, wow, that's that's fascinating. Uh, It might be inconvenient, especially if it's in the middle of your living room, uh, but that makes a lot of sense, right, Joe?
5: Well, yeah, I mean, some of them allow you to just take a picture and get estimates, so... Uh, it depends. I, I, some policies only cover if a tree falls and damages your building. So if it just falls and it doesn't hit anything, and you don't have the right policy. It's up to you to take care of the trees, which can be very expensive.
4: Yeah, it is. And so over the years, I used to work at a place where it was an attorney, an attorney's house in uh, Hartford. And uh, the, the, the term, an act of God... Uh, was used when a tree fell down in the neighbor's yard. It was another law firm. Um, so uh, are we at the uh, in the mercy of our neighbors if their tree falls in our house and they don't have proper insurance, or is it up to us to have proper insurance?
5: Well, I mean, if you don't – they can have proper insurance, but if it's just a, you know, a, an unusual windstorm like last night was and the tree wasn't dead and it was healthy and it just blew over – that's not going to be covered. So if you don't have any insurance and in the tree falls, what, no matter whose tree it is, right. you're out of luck.
4: Wow, that's almost like an expression. If a tree falls and there's no insurance, does it, does, does it create any damage? <laughs> I mean, in in, in yeah. reality, gravity will create damage. Uh, well, all right, so um, you know how often – I mean, again, I, I don't know about you, Joe – but last night I was caught with you know, almost like, you know, the expression with my pants down. I'm not a good, it's not a, not a family uh, expression, but I have to use it because one, I didn't have flashlights. I didn't have candles. Uh, I, and I noticed my neighbors were, uh, you know, their homes were as dark as our home. Uh, it, it just comes down to one thing. Although we had you know, the, the weathermen locally saying, hey, it's going to be really windy, 70-mile-an-hour gust. It got as bad as 78 miles an hour, by the way, up here. Um, people just aren't prepared for for days like yesterday. And God forbid if it was worse than that, Joe, there'd be uh, some fatalities. Uh, people just weren't ready for this, Joe. Yeah, my, my power is still
5: out, Glenn, but fortunately I have a- I have a backup generator. My power's been off since 8 o'clock last night. It's still not back
4: up. Oh, really? Okay, so it was more widespread than I thought because I, I, and where, I mean, do you live directly near Syracuse? You don't have to tell us where you live, but you live near Syracuse, yeah, right? All,
5: uh, well, we, you know, all the, where I live west of Syracuse, Marcellus, skinny Atlas, Auburn, had a whole lot of the wind damage. That's where almost all the outages were.
2: Wow.
4: That's, that's incredible. I got I to gotta get a glass of water here in a little bit because of all this chatter and I've been out and about today, uh, I got a dry mouth for some reason. So, Joe, I mean, what what lessons to be learned? Th- what I wanted to ask you, and we've gone over this ad nauseum, but it's so important, and you mentioned it just moments ago, if you don't have the right insurance policy, particularly when it comes to wind, when it comes to flooding, uh, when it comes to, I don't know, avalanche or mudslides and whatnot, <coughs> what's the best way to... Uh, To be prepared for such a day like we had uh, last night?
5: Well, I mean, it's common sense. I mean, you know, if the power's going to go out, you don't have a backup generator. You need blankets, lights, matches, whatever, Uh, and uh, a backup plan. You know, it's it's interesting that, uh, you know, you live in a, you know, if it was cold and the power's out, it can be really serious. Right. So, um, and, you know, the weather can be extreme. Right, it and, is. and it's a lot of times if you, you know, I don't know that a lot of people understand what their insurance coverages are. I just had a discussion about, you know, people who carry their tools or store their tools, Right. Uh, which can be very expensive. And if you, whether you're doing it for your employer or, you know, you have them yourself, you carry them around, people don't realize that, your homeowners might cover it, but it's capped, and that you really should have a special endorsement. Those tools could be, you know, up to $50,000 or more right. for specialized tools. They get stolen. Thieves target them.
4: Wow. Yeah. I Do you have, I mean, are there reports? Is that what happens this time of year? And people get, because the, the, uh, the power's down, there's
5: looting going on and more thievery? Well, no, I just knew this. Somebody, actually, there was a question I had. Somebody... Uh, put his car in for repairs and it got it had all his tools oh wow bored a hole in the bored a hole in the in the trailer right and got all the tools out and they weren't insured
4: thousands of dollars that guy must be so freaking pissed and i don't blame him joe i don't blame him at all i feel i I, I feel horrible
5: Those yeah. are incredibly expensive
4: now yeah and, and when anyone sees a truck or a trailer that's a huge target um, and so you know while I feel bad for that guy that's something I would do by the way um, I, he should have he or she should have known better unfortunately but that that's the price you pay when, when you let up on, on on a situation like that
5: Well it's expensive Yeah. you know it's expensive people you know if you understand what risk you're you're being self-insured. Whether you want to have a low, high deductibles or not cover certain things, right. uh, you know, if you understand what risk you're taking
4: mm-hmm.
5: and that you're being self-insured for them, that's one thing. Right. But I, you know, a lot of people are self-insured, and then they call me and ask, "Well, can I go after somebody for this or that?" Right. And you know, sometimes they can, but. That's not going to be an immediate resolution of the issue.
4: Right, right.
5: I mean, uh, way better to have collision on your car.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> right. Although I'm not sure. My, my I, I can tell my own sad stories. I hit a deer on November first. I still my car still hasn't been fixed Glenn, So. Wow.
4: That's wait. Do the math here. That's over. That's it's over two months. It's ridiculous. Where did you take it?
5: Yeah. S- uh, to the dealer.
4: And what are they telling you? What's the delay?
5: They won't even answer my calls
4: now. Oh, my God. Oh, it's the Joe Knows guy. Don't answer the call. We don't have his car ready. He wants his car back. It's only been two months, man. What's the matter with you? I'm being facetious, of course, Joe. Joe, real quick, and I know I shouldn't just delegate a little time to talk about this, but there was a guy that was uh, was caught er er a couple days ago, last week actually, for killing an elderly woman. Apparently, she actually was nice enough to allow him to live with her in an apartment complex right here in Watertown. Nice, nice apartment, by the way. He killed her in late August. They, they, they finally caught up to him. They knew who it was from the beginning. I believe he was incarcerated for another crime. This guy is a career criminal. But, um, and again, prior to that, he had so many felonies. And we saw the incident that h- took place in Las Vegas last week where the guy literally jumped over the bench and attacked the judge. He had a track record, a rap sheet as long as a mile. Why are, we, why are we allowing these guys to stay out of prison for all the crimes that they do that ultimately they're going to uh, commit another one, Joe, in your opinion?
5: Well, I mean, the system is what the system is. And, uh, you know, I, they have found out that putting people in jail permanently doesn't work out either. So it's, you would hope. That they don't want to be in jail for
2: life, but, right? You
5: and, know, yeah. I, I, some people, um, you know, maybe they
4: can't be rehabilitated. Well, sometimes it's but too hard, late to find that out
5: the justice system. Yeah, it's hard for the justice system to make that determination, though. I, it I'm, can and can't be. Well, I mean, because
4: you know the way the uh, the defendant stood there with some crazy shirt on. This is the Las Vegas case, and he he made his case. I'm a better person. I'm off the drugs. He looked sincere. He looked genuine. And I would dare say that more than likely that the guy that killed the elderly lady in her apartment with a hammer repeatedly, by the way, he probably won them over by saying, hey, I'm a good person. I just need a shelter. I need a place to hang. I need a place to live until I get my act together. She's 80-something years old. He's living there. And then at one point, I'm sure he got so comfortable that he wanted something more, like more cash, or he was going to hawk something in the apartment at the local hawk shop. And she found him and didn't let him. So then he said, Well, now I got to kill you. So, but, the, but this was the nice guy that said, I just need a place for a shelter and get my act together. And all along, he was just, it was a, it was a time bomb waiting to explode. I guess we just never know that answer until it's too late, Joe.
5: Well, that could be. And there's, a, you know, there's a lot of people with serious mental health issues. And so, uh, yeah, you may not find out about it until it's too late.
4: Or they're just vicious and they shouldn't but, be alive to begin with, in my opinion, of course. Well, yeah. But, and again, I'm, that's harsh, Joe, but an 80-plus-year-old woman who is a, a, a good Christian woman who did a lot for the community is no longer with us. and uh, it's that. that
5: well, there's no excuse for that. None. There's no excuse for that. And the remedy, you know, I, I, I'm, it's not up to me. I'm not the judge's juror and hangman or whatever, right. and, or my God, to decide... Well, what the penalty is for that, mm-hmm.
4: but mm-hmm. it certainly is reprehensible. Yeah. Well, that, the, the good news is he's uh, he's incarcerated, uh, and uh, I'm sure a, ju- a, ju- a jury of his peers uh, will uh, subject him to a long period of time behind bars. Joe, this is great. We're, we're, we're in one piece. Uh, the stations never went down, uh, unlike other radio stations around here, which is great. Uh, but when people need to get in contact with you, Attorney Joe Stanley, how can one do that?
5: Sure. com is our website. My email is Joe at com. The phone number is one 800 3333
4: Always a pleasure, Joe. Have a great week. Don't blow away. Hopefully your electricity comes back, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right.
5: Thanks, Brian.
4: Thank you, Joe. Uh, Attorney Joe Stanley and I got to get a glass of water. I can't believe I said that out loud, but at one point I literally couldn't swallow. So now I got to do this. We'll be back right after this. It's
1: a new year. That means new beginnings. This is
4: Taylor, Aquasasne Mohawk Casino Resort, home of the everyday winner. Welcome back uh, on a Wednesday edition of the Live at Five show. It's about 16 minutes before the hour. We just want to let people know that if you had uh, some type of tree damage or if your neighbor needs some, uh, uh, some assistance with removing tree limbs from their yard, their driveway, you know it. Arbor Care Tree Service. These guys are located in Harrisville, but they service the entire North Country. Uh, Arbicare Tree Service, give them a call right now. at 608-1903, the year of Burt Kinney. Also, we have a second tree service advertiser. Uh, that's b Tree Service. That's the Percy family, by the way. Uh, they are the uh, b Tree Experts, excuse me, a tree service at a Black River. Uh, write this down. Their number is 315-783-1012. Uh, 315-783-1012 for B&R Tree Service. Google that and Google ArborCare Tree Service as well. These guys are busy, but they're not too busy to call you back and uh, and take care of you. Get that assessment, get that insurance, uh, whatever uh, evaluation you need. Uh, or if you're just looking to pay out of pocket, these guys will take the green as well. So there you have it. All right. So uh, we got some about 15 minutes left of today's show to just to chat about whatever you want to chat about. And uh, right now, we got somebody on the line here, higher in the air.
0: Yeah, Glenn, isn't there something? Joe would not <laughs> say that guy ought to be killed. Yeah. I, after, after brutally, yeah. brutally murdering yeah. somebody that yeah. took him in. All right. He could not come to himself to say that man needs to be put to death. That's how liberal that man is.
4: Yeah, the, the, just
0: you know, they he doesn't believe in it and stuff. But you could tell the way he was wavering. I'm not the judge to say what a punishment should be for that. Right? Is that a crock, of BS, or what?
4: Uh, yeah, I, I get a taste of that every day. <laughs> uh, and but in I, fact, I got know, it like three it, minutes you ago. You got to
0: be careful, yeah, about what you say. He is a big sponsor. I
4: know, I know, but that has not. It, it, he, but Joe appreciates. difference of opinion he's not going to hang up on me and say we're not going to advertise with you and i'm not going to be to the point of like you know i'm not going to be contentious and be you know uh uh, angry i'm just not going to do that it's not my personality and i i i I value everyone whether they're paying uh to advertise their services here or not uh and, and if by the way if you notice danny francis hasn't spent a dime here and i no one expects him to but i respect everything he says but if there's something i disagree with uh, we we have good phone calls. We have good connections on uh, polar sides, uh, opposite sides rather of the of the of the political coin. Although Danny says he's not as liberal as he actually is, uh, you know it's it's banter. You got you got to you got to challenge people sometimes. Um, yeah, you do good. I
0: think you do a good job. You, you're kind of you watch your uh, you watch your way with him. Yeah, you know.
4: And I think you, Joe knows got, that too. Remember,
0: I told you before. You got to be careful about leading them into that. Right. Because. Then he starts going
4: right. By the way, did you see yeah. the? Did you see the Canadian uh, reporter with the white hat? Did you see it's viral video? It happened two days. I think it happened yesterday or the day before. And he approached some uh, lawmakers uh, at a parliament. I'm assuming in Ottawa. And he and he questioned about their affi- association with a terrorist group. And he was immediately arrested by by the uh, Ottawa police, like uh, their version of the state police. Did you oh. see that?
0: no i missed that is it on
4: facebook oh my god it's everywhere just look up Kennedy. i forget his name but he's he's got it's funny because as he's getting arrested he's interviewing them with his microphone
0: (laughs) it's kind of funny
4: yeah but it's 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 gonna happen here uh they're gonna they're gonna turn uh the 2024 election in their favor uh, we saw Michelle Obama being interviewed the other day in some half-assed podcast talking about how government is everything and that the, the, our democracy is lost if you-know-who gets into office again. So, yeah, oh, yeah. we're, we're going to have our version of Justin Trudeau. I could
0: see it coming, yeah. man.
4: Oh, yeah. It's a train. It's a big train. And like Johnny Cash said and yourself, I see it coming as well, my friend. No, there's no Those doubt. Those
0: trees were on Holcomb Street. Uh, the one, yeah. the one giant one. I walked down there from my house.
4: I lived. I, live I on was Holcomb. out
0: for my walk this morning, so I went over to see him. Mm. That one giant one that was all rotten in the middle. Right. They said it was three hundred years old. It has to be. And
4: you're right. There's and another. And the other one. Yeah. Up yeah.
0: the street from that, mm-hmm. fell on the house and crushed a truck. I Ooh. mean, crushed it. Put it right to the ground.
4: Can you believe that nobody got hurt or killed?
0: Yeah, nobody did. Our power just turned on. Did
4: it really? Good for you. It's yep. a good feeling. Yeah. Up by the high school. Get those phones uh, charged, by the way. There's nothing worse than yeah, looking at your phone dying.
0: You're gonna laugh. Nothing. My son uh, brought his camping uh, uh, generator. Yeah. And we hooked up some uh, uh, lines and stuff so I could get my refrigerator going because I was losing my food. Yeah. And at least to have a light here because we didn't have the con- right connection. I've got a whole h- house hook up.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we
0: didn't have the right connection for his generator to the whole house hookup so we had to uh, extension cords like to the refrigerator wow and uh, you know instead of because uh, i i i don't know how good back feeding is right it, it, it kind of scary to me yeah it is thinking uh, that you could plug it into a hallway socket right and it goes through your whole house yeah you just wonder
4: yeah you know
0: as you could you burn your house down doing that? Yeah, that was another uh,
4: question I was going to ask Joe about surges. When the electricity comes back on, it can be dangerous. Yep.
0: It came on. I don't have any problem. Boy, my furnace is on. Yeah, it's great. I got feeling. a big,
4: heavy ski coat on. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I, I don't blame you. I, I was cold last yeah. night. We have a heater, too, in the uh, living room. All right, Glenn. Well, thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, yep. the, the, the thing that uh, somebody brought up today, that if Kathy Hochul gets away, and she will, because Downstate loves Kathy Hochul, and Kathy Hochul loves Downstate. And, and by by the year 2025, 2026, all new construction will not, repeat, will not have uh, uh, fossil fuel furnaces or heating uh, sources, for the lack of a better way of describing it. All of it will be uh, electric and electric only. So think about that. Northern New York, one, we can't drive electric cars around here. A lot, a lot of people do, but some, something tells me if we all did... Uh, it wouldn't work out. And two, if, say, for instance, the majority of homes just today were operated by electric and had no means of, you know, putting on your gas insert. A lot of people have that. It's not where the, the electric is not required. I know some of them have an electric blower. And so we have the old fashioned one that just has a gas intake. Uh, and with, with, you know, so it's it's always it's always on as long as I pay my my NIMO bill or national grid bill. It's it's always there. Can you imagine under Kathy Hochul, just, she's not thinking, she doesn't care. She wants everything to go the opposite end. She doesn't like cowboys with, with oil, oil wells in their backyard in Texas and Colorado. She doesn't like that type. And she's also the one, just like her predecessor, who says, if you're not one of us, you can move to Florida. I, I still can't get over that. And not to mention, of course, Joe Biden's speech the other day down there in Gettysburg, wherever the hell he did it. Uh, I forget. He was supposed to do it on January 6th. That's their new holiday, by the way. By the way, did you see the, uh, the, the, the reporter, yeah, a- African-American reporter uh, from CNN? He was interviewing someone, uh, someone who was there at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. And he started off the interview with, with this very awkward pause where he had to compose himself, where, you know, all of a sudden the crocodile tears start, excuse me, just like me uh, having problems swallowing earlier. Excuse me, I, I, I just—a I, moment amongst myself— Thank you. It's just, you did such a great job. Thank you for what you did, saving our country. You fraud. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air.
5: Dallas. Yeah, go ahead. What's happening? This isn't about you, but you know, I I get sick of listening to Jeff Graham Hmm. cry because his station advertises other what is that? it
4: that gets mad about it. well okay let me just stop you right there louis i i agree with you i th- and i said it earlier Jeff is very guarded when it comes to talking about the competition he doesn't but what he should allow at least is just a very generalized you know in that particular case that you're referring to was an older caller who calls in from ives he's a great man he's in retirement he's in his golden age and he just brought up the fact that years ago, yes, there was a group that was delegated. And by the way, that's long gone as far as the emergency broadcast center. Uh, no one even knows that. Yeah. There's a sign in Route 81 that no one cares about. So he brought that up out of nostalgia, but Jeff you know, shut him down and almost you know cut him off altogether. Uh, it was really, a, he's
5: greedy. That's what's wrong it's with greedy. He wants it's, everything. He's
4: it, greedy. It's greedy, not greedy. greedy. It's not greedy. It's just he's protecting this entity. And and he's the biggest
5: radio station in the country, for God's sakes. And he's worried about a few uh, rinky-dink businesses.
4: (laughs) Well, I don't know the context. Come on.
5: You know he's full of it. (laughs)
4: Just like I do. (laughs) You and Jeff, I tell you, Louie. Louie. No,
5: no, like I said, I don't have nothing against him. But when he says stupid stuff, I (laughs) want him to realize what he's saying.
4: I got it, Louis. I've asked you this before. Do you know? Have you ever heard of the uh, the wrestler and entertainer? He's an actor called by the name of Jesse. uh oh, now I'm forgetting his name. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Yes. Has anyone ever told you that you sound almost identical to Jesse Ventura?
5: Not besides you, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe my brother did once too, but uh, he probably listened to. You who know else show. thinks I'm? Uh, uh, <laughs> The other guy that just got through calling, they thinks I'm him. He thinks he's me.
4: Right, and there's a third guy that sounds like both of you too. So you guys are, uh, you know, you're the three musketeers.
5: Yeah, uh, we got them old, uh, grumpy, uh, raspy voices.
4: Yeah, well, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it even more uh, bluntly. Uh, uh, three cranky dudes. How's that sound?
5: Yeah, but, but no four. You got to call Jeff. Right? <laughs> he, uh, he, he, he puts down everything. He puts down everything. 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 But, I don't care but, what it is. He's got a negative statement to make about him.
4: But Louis, let me just let me just say something. I was talking to my wife about this last night, and I told her. I said, Sharon, I understand, and I've mentioned this before. I know why when people get older they get crankier, because uh-huh. your body talks to you and it says, "Hey, I'm grumpy today." Um, um. Um. not the same anymore. I got this pain in my neck. I can't get off the couch. I know why Louie and other people are cranky. I'm getting closer to your age, Louie. Uh, 30 years yep. ago, I would say, no way am I going to be like that. But I- I'm sympathizing with you, Mr. Foster from Woodhaven, Queens, uh, and everybody that was cranky. And now I get it. I get it. I yep. get it. So...
5: But I don't think I'm cranky. I told you how old I am, didn't I? Uh, I think you did. I, th- I thank the stars every day. I'm 85 years old. God I feel better than most of my friends or but, people but, that I know. But
4: Louie, I got to ask you. I got to ask you, Louie. And you, you were very, yeah. very for- forward on on a phone call about a month or two months ago about a certain incident that you had in your car. Um, do you, uh-huh. do you, are you
5: still driving? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So I got 12. I got 10 years left on that license. <laughs> And I'm blind in one eye and can't see out of the other, but the state of New York thinks it's all right.
4: Right, but God forbid you, if you had a a, a gas oven in your in your in your pizzeria three years from now, they would shut you down. Uh-oh. But you could drive at Uh-oh. 93 years old with one yeah. with one eye. That's smart. Yeah. yeah,
5: you know, I went to court yesterday or the day before. They didn't do nothing. Oh, with regards I, to that I- accident. You know, as regards to having tint on my window.
4: Oh, right, right. Sorry, yeah. And Mm -hmm. when
5: I bought the car from a dealer, it was inspected. Right. A year later, I brought it back to the same guy. He inspected it again, so he passed it twice. So it was really his fault. Mm. I was hoping he'd give me a chance to talk, but he didn't. But they dismissed it anyway. Well,
4: he he probably knows you from the show. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah. See, I got Louie to laugh. That's, a, that's an accomplishment yeah. in itself. With one eye, by the way. Louie, it's always a pleasure, my friend.
5: Thank you. So
4: are you. All right. All right. Thanks. Uh, that's uh, that's Louie. All right. So um, I mentioned the sponsors. I'll say it again because it's important. Maybe you might have missed it. It's important to at least lock this in your phone. We got ArborCare Tree Service. Uh, he's a good guy. Spoke with him today. Young kid. Both of them. Actually, both these businesses are young, young, young uh, owners. Arbicare, uh, 608-1903. Bert Kinney, 608-1903. B&R Tree Experts. That's the Percy's in Black River. 315-783-1012. 783-1012. Ask for Brian. That's his cell number, by the way. And, um, yeah, so they're they're, they're working, literally working. You know, it's funny, and I'll be real brief because I have to. I got less than two minutes. I I watch all these uh, anti-men uh, you know, uh, Facebook pages, groups. Oh, we don't need men. Men suck. We, You know, we have women power. We, you know, we have Taylor Swift, such a, such a great businesswoman, and she writes her own songs. And all this anti-male stuff, and it's not everybody, but you hear a lot of it in recent years because, you know, it's just the men, we allow it. And you look at all the guys up on top of poles, cutting down trees, moving stuff in the cold. Doing, doing doing, the hard work, and God bless all of them, really, and I mean that, um, where would this world would, would be without men? Say what you want. They wouldn't live if they were, didn't have their mother, didn't have the nurturing, they didn't have the upgrade. We get that. We get it. But when we need the, one of the sexes to actually fix stuff, when there's a storm like we had last night, who do we depend on? We depend on men. We depend on, and the world would be nothing without it. We wouldn't be here without the women, not just for the birth part, thank you very much, but for everything else, God bless you all. But when it comes down to what happened last night, and those people who put it back together like the scarecrow, it's all the men, and God bless you all. And and don't get me wrong, I know there's women out there that are also participating, but let's face it, 99% of the people that are putting this city back together after last night's storm are working right now are men. And uh, hats off to all of you guys, and I hope you're paid handsomely for all of your work. Uh, that you've uh, done to bring uh, bring back power uh, Not to mention cable uh, i got to get out of here uh, AM 1240 W810 in time makes this legal Have a great night And uh, CBS is next This is CBS News on the Hour Sponsored by Progressive Insurance
5: I'm Monica Ricks Chris Christie has officially dropped His Republican bid for president I would rather lose by
0: telling the truth Than lie in order to win And I feel no differently today because this is a fight for the soul of our party and the soul of our country.
5: Just minutes before that town hall in New Hampshire, Christie got caught on a hot mic saying his opponent, Nikki Haley, would get smoked in the race. And Florida Governor Ron DeSantis called him petrified. Both are set to hit the debate stage tonight in Iowa.